Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and I would like to welcome you to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy, a podcast that takes a look at stories of life and leadership for smart, amazing women and men like you. The most important thing is showing up. Don't think that you have to bring anything. Bring yourself, show up, and and remain steadfast and be a... If you are in a position of leadership and a position of management, bring women along with you. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose. And talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of my favorite things to do. I've yet to meet a woman who did not know what she really wanted. She was just either afraid to ask the questions or she was afraid of what the answers meant. Their stories connect us and help us to understand that the possibilities are endless if we support each other and lift other women up. Trust is created by persistent identity. I show up as myself time and time and time again. And trust is built. It's one conversation at a time. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and I'm so pleased to welcome Yensina. And I say that because it's a wonderful name, Yensina Larson, to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Yensina is an unstoppable force for women's equality. She is an award-winning social entrepreneur, international journalist, and a speaker who is unlocking the creative potential of women and girls through the power of technology and storytelling. She is the founder of World Pulse, a safe, supportive social network that connects over 80,000 women from more than 200 countries and amplifies their global voice by bringing them together. Today, women leaders are speaking out, banding together and speeding up the pace of change through World Pulse. They are building communities, movements, businesses, influencing policies and changing harmful cultural practices. Ultimately, they are impacting over 21.6 million lives. As a speaker, Yancina uses moving personal stories to inspire audience to log on and rise up to take part in the global women's digital revolution happening now. And Women Connecting Good is pleased to be able to help and a partner with World Pulse and to help expand this global mentorship for change makers. So I'm so pleased and so excited to have you on and talking about what you're doing and what we're all going to be doing to make this world a better place. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Nancy. That's right. It feels so great to join join our power, join forces and the digital revolution. It is uh, it is well underway. And we really, especially as women, have the power to to claim technology, to make it our own and, and use it as a force for good. And it's my favorite conversation to have. Well, I'm well, let's just, let's just have it. How about that? Well, first of all, I want to start out with you because we talk about storytelling, but the most important story that women tell each other is how they became who they are, who they are and sharing those personal stories. Those, that is what women are so good at developing relationships, but you know, it's, it's not surprising and I hear this often, is that often they'll look at someone such as yourself and say, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're talented. Life must be so easy for her. But we know when we tell our stories, there's always connection. How did you get to be the Jensina Jensina that I'm talking to today? How did you get to be Mm. It's an incredible journey that started when I was a young girl, very shy. 
it's amazing how sometimes your life work is also your greatest challenge. And usually the same. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, I had the experience of being paralyzingly shy in any public situation. I was homeschooled, so I wasn't socialized very well. Um, when I was in public, it was like, a, you know, a gripping feeling in my throat and something burning inside of me. And um, as I grew older, I had just this yearning to experience the world and to see the world through women's eyes. And I ended up becoming a journalist uh, in the Ecuadorian Amazon, traveling there to learn at 19 years old and meeting incredible women, indigenous women who were struggling with oil contamination on their traditional lands and their children were dying of cancers. And they said, please take our story. So I really took hold of journalism and it was the vision of World Pulse came to me when I was on the Burma Thai border interviewing women refugees fleeing the ethnic cleansing, the mass rape that, you know, sadly is still uh, happening today. And it was intense work, these interviews. And I remember one night, it was a hot, sticky night. I was was laying on a bamboo mat under the stars after a day full of this heavy interviews. And I was feeling very deflated. I was feeling hopeless, I would say, because I would, I was wondering who would listen to these stories that I was collecting. I was holding the microphone and women were, you know, brilliant solutions for the future. They had this flicker of, of hope that somebody, the world was going to hear them and and i was just wondering what could i do and would it really help and so i was tossing and turning and in the between sleep and wake and the stars pulsed at me like a lightning bolt happens sometimes and i literally saw the these blue lights unlocking like women's voices unlocking and creating a a cascade chain reaction of one voice unlocking other voices and it encircled the globe it was so beautiful and i just you know, kind of gasped and said, this is the way forward. I, this is not about just one voice, but it's about connected voice. Yeah. But I had no idea how it would, what that vision meant. And it took me many, many years to really establish World Pulse and bring it into the world. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, uh, as before we started the actual conversation, I was just telling you how, how I, how so very, very important World Pulse is, probably more now than ever. And as as you say in your in everything, technology has made that an opportunity to really bring those voices forward. I think in the United States, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say a couple things there, but I think in the US, we we strictly concentrate on problems in the US. We, we don't look at the, the world, the global world in respect of what's going on, especially we don't really talk about what's going on with women, except when it comes to Roe versus Wade in the United States of America, which is also very, very disappointing. Uh, but the point is, is that we when we go out and we really start to join our voices, we find out we're really not that much different. And that we really care just about as much as for our families, our children, and our communities as we do across the world itself. So World Pulse, and you know, my foundation is called Women Connect for Good for a Reason. 
And where it came from was that I was also focusing and talking to women. And, and I realized the most important thing that women have is their voice. Mm-hmm. You know, but they have to give they have to be given the opportunity and the encouragement and the support to do so. And that's what Rural Pulse does is that first you've got to have someone to tell you you have a voice and then to use it and to understand them to understand these voices are so powerful when they come together. So how did it evolve, though? I mean, here you're laying under the stars. It comes to you. And, you know, this is this is phenomenal. I mean, that's I I agree with you. Everything comes from something in us personally that we we're lacking or we need to develop or some aha moment. But how did it evolve world pulse? Because you're in a you're in another country and you're hearing these women's voices and you can tell that just one person being interested in their in and what they have to say is so valued. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the World Pulse coming back to the United States, interestingly, actually I founded it as a print magazine because this was the early days before even yeah. the interactive web was happening. And it didn't take me too long to realize uh, that this was right about the time of Mark Zuckerberg was starting Facebook. And as soon as I started to catch wind of what was possible with the interactive uh, online communities, I said, that's it. That's the vision that I actually had of a platform where women could be their own messengers and be connected where a print magazine looks beautiful. People loved it. It won awards but it was the online interactivity that was really the vision. Yeah. So I, but of course I had no technology experience. I had even no um, resources to invest. So we literally started drawing on paper, the different rooms of the website. And I pulled together a volunteer team, kind of a ragtag team of amazing um, people who were willing to take this risk. And we just hand built it. We handcrafted the platform. And I went to women's living rooms to ask them to invest. And I raised about $100,000 through 50 and $100 checks, if you can believe it. It took a long time. Yeah. We launched the site and it was like holding our breath, like, will this actually work? But um, soon voice, voices started logging on from all different countries of the world in situations of conflict, post-election violence, you know, really rural areas, remote areas. And they were crying out. They were, they were saying, finally, we have a place where, the, where we, we can be safe and we can speak out that we've never had before. Yeah. And the community started to grow its own culture. It started to set its own policies very, if you can imagine, almost like a church where sanctuary. all of these sanctuary. languages, in a sanctuary, yes, that's even better. And the, the languages, the culture is merging, but it's extremely a culture of solidarity. That's how I would best describe what World Pulse has grown to be today. Wow. The safety and the sanctuary. Has World Pulse, I mean, and I can't imagine this, but has World Pulse ever been challenged by countries because of the fact that you really are creating an opportunity for women to speak out about the horrible things that are going on and uh, what they're doing with women? And these countries, you know, 
have, have you ever had that happen that they've challenged to shut you down or to to harm you in any way? We have been very fortunate not to have had any direct um, government sh- shutdowns or attacks. Um, however, some of our members themselves are really are in the line of fire in their own communities and are often outspoken activists. So we have had to, we have a very robust safety and security response team and process, which is, we have cybersecurity. If anyone is starting to get, like Boko Haram in Nigeria has threatened, threatened some of our members. The Saudi Arabian government has threatened some of our members, not necessarily because of what they're saying on World Pulse, but their actions outside the platform. But they come to us for help. So we help them change their, you know, their name, their a- into an alias, change their photo, change any information on the site so they can be protected um, have tr- safety trainings and, and things like that. So a couple times a year, we have to deal with something that is, uh, you know, a government or um, some sort of violent threat to our members. Yeah, but, the, but, that's the, but that's the whole value of World Pulse is that it is safe place. It is a sanctuary. It's where women can yes. speak and use their voices without any any altercations or any any harm to themselves or to their families or to their communities. Uh, you know, I think that in itself mm-hmm. is a huge value, especially to many of these countries that you all, you know, you're you're sharing. Yeah, give, a, give a couple examples of some of the countries that, you know, we won't use names, but some of the countries that some of the issues that women have brought to the, I mean, I, 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 I've read some of them and you, we talked about some of them. I'm just, oh my gosh. But we we can't change anything until we are aware of what's going on. So give us a couple of stories of women in different countries that really this World Pulse has really helped to get their voices out. Mm, of course, just a multitude of stories. But one that jumps to mind is um, there was a young woman in Pakistan who wrote us about the fact that she came to World Pulse when she was ready to end her life. She was at the end of her rope because she had been cyber, she'd been taken advantage of by a man and then was being cyber blackmailed. And she, their family was very fundamentalist. So if they would have found out, she probably would have been killed. And she didn't know what to do. So she said she was sitting on a park bench, just scrolling numbly through her phone the day she was going to do it and she stumbled upon world pulse and she suddenly started to see these stories of of other women that were enduring other forms of cyber violence and what they had gone through and she realized she wasn't alone and she decided she was going to live she kept networking on world pulse and she met other lawyers and she met other supporters and today a year later she wrote us to say she's established a cyber clinic for um, girls in Pakistan who are experiencing this online violence, hundreds, hundreds of girls she's serving. And, you know, that's just one example of one woman on the, you know, the end of her rope, being able to feel seen, heard, and then um, activating. And there's um, another story as well that has to do with a young woman from Uganda who she, I, I was um, on my phone and I saw her cry out for help 
um, saying, my last brother died of AIDS. I don't know what to do. I clicked on the story and you're reading her story where she, in Uganda, many girls are basically forced into child marriage at the age of 11. They don't get a chance to go to school. And also HIV AIDS has really very been very devastating over the last few decades there. And so her story about losing seven brothers and a sister to HIV AIDS, all of her community not being able to go to school and that the village elders were going to come to her land and take it away because the the last male heir had died and take it away from her mother and all the orphans that they had adopted. So I went to bed that night. I woke up in the morning and there's this stream of comments on her post saying from women all over the world saying, you actually have rights to your land in Uganda. You don't have to stand down or I'm a lawyer, I'll help you, or what can we do? We, you know, if we fly there, we'll help you. And there's this huge swell of support for her. So the next post, she says, you know, I did it. The village elders came to our door and my mother and I stood tall and we said, no, we're not leaving. We have rights. And if you try to take our land away from us, that women from all over the world are going to come in airplanes and <laughs> land here <laughs> and stand with us. <laughs> and it worked. I'm, um, today they have rights to their land. Today, this young woman named Beatrice has created a, a massive operation to help rural girls get into the school system, matchmaking them to mentors around the world for global um, connections and resources. And today, those mentors are literally are flying in airplanes to Uganda to meet their mentees. So the prophecy has come true. Wow. Well, and and that is a huge piece of World Pulse is the mentoring program. You know, this morning, I did a a little video this morning. I do one for just kind of a shout out. But, you know, I can today see the people, the faces of people who supported me throughout my life. And brought me to the point that I'm sitting here. But I also see the faces of those that did not. But those faces are the ones that truly make us who they are. So so who is, who's mentored you? Who is, who is your mentor? Well, when I was in the Burma-Thai border, I read a book that changed my life about a woman activist in Burma. And I said, I just want to be just like her. And if, if, if in my life I could be this incredible journalist and I ended up meeting her and she became my mentor is one of those kind of like, you know, you, you have this, this, um, fans, you know, super fandom, and then you meet that person you've admired all your life. And, and she just kind of, she took me under her wing and showed me how to ask questions, how to tell stories, yeah. how to keep keep fighting for a country, even when everything feels very, very dark and very, very hopeless. Yeah. Um, so she's certainly one of those mentors. And then interestingly, World Pulse has changed my own life, not only because I built it and grew it with a team, but the women leaders who are coming onto the platform are my mentors. They have been there for me when my partner died of a heart attack, my partner of 12 years. They helped me get through it. 
when my nephew was diagnosed with liver cancer, when I felt like, I don't know if I can go on. I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if I'm the right person to do this. They've said, we believe in you, Yensina. We believe in your vision. Keep going. Even women who are in, you know, very difficult situations and, you know, in conflict zones and um, dealing with putting food on their own table, they, they, they lift me up. And that's what's available to, you know, all of us and to your audience to, to reach out and make connections around the world sometimes feels daunting that it's going to drain me. It's too much. I'm already too busy. I'm already dealing with so much, but you know what? Even if you're working with someone who is in a more difficult situation than you, you get fed. There's a reciprocal boost that you get, the the love, the solidarity that can change your life. I I absolutely agree with that. You know, I think anything that I've ever, ever done with Women Connect for Good or anything in my life that I've, I've given to help and support someone else has come back to me threefold every single time. That's why I'm really excited about World Plus because I think this partnership, this collaboration uh, that we're creating can make such a such a huge difference. That is one of the big goals for Women Connect for Good in 2022 is to have a huge global platform. You know, continue to build the U.S. But the global platform, I think, is huge. You know, I, I think when women start to realize the depth and the, the expansiveness of what we can create as far as this community, we can do anything, absolutely mm-hmm. anything. There's no doubt in my, in my mind. So, all right. So what are some of the goals for World Pulse for 2022 then? Well, we, we have a, you know, a big, ambitious, long-term vision to digitally connect half a million women change makers who impact a billion more. That tracks with our impact data that shows that on average, women leaders get enough support and connections through World Pulse that they impact 2,000 more on average. So that's kind of the, the big North Star. And as we're doing that work, we're focused on three areas in 2022, which is is being a digital leadership accelerator, growing and nurturing more women leaders, more movement builders, helping them move from maybe having their voice be locked up or shy or nobody's listening to getting that support and resources and connections where they can make their dreams come true. The second area we call it raise the volume on these voices. So we're going to be promoting many of these these stories, which are treasures. I mean, these are gems. that don't get off in the front page headlines. We're gonna be promoting in media and with PR and forging more content partnerships so we can give these voices the light of day, more and more and more of them, including through, we have a story awards program. And then the other area is growing and making connections with movements. So we'll be creating like a incubator movement lab to nurture the budding movements that are connecting across borders sometimes, whether it's around menstrual health or widow's rights or disability rights. They're they're these nascent movements that will help nurture and grow. Uh, And then the mentorship program, um, Nancy, which you uh, have spoke to and which is so, so woven into Women Connect for Good, we're going to be you know, teaming up together to expand the mentorship program and make sure that 
uh, women that are really ready and seeking a connection of somebody that will really be dedicated to them, that will be there for them, for their vision, can make those matches and have a safe and structured way to um, build out those relationships. Wow. Well, it's just going to keep growing because, I mean, it's exciting, but it's so important, but it's so comforting to know that this is going on. It really really does. It gives me a great deal of comfort to know this. Uh, Women Connect for Good is is thrilled, excited to be a partner and we'll do whatever we can to continue to promote World Pulse. But uh, I, I love your, I love what you've done. Uh, you know, it came from your heart. Women Connect for Good yeah. came from my heart. Yeah. Uh, actually, I started out and I, I called it Women Speak, by the way. Mm. My first, my first uh, website was called womenspeak.com and it was Women Speak. You know, I, I was starting to feel invisible, but not feeling invisible and having a voice. So we're right on the same page and we're, we're just going to keep going. We've got, we've got some work to do still a little bit more work to do but so what are some of your so what are your final thoughts and then where can they learn more about you and of course help to continue to fund and make sure that the voices are heard and the stories are told Mm. well I would just invite anyone who is listening to this to join World Pulse to check it out at worldpulse.com and there are three main ways that that you can be engaged and and really discover the way that instead of technology being a distraction, we can use it for purposeful change. We can have love, we can have healing and connection. And some ways you can do that through World Pulse is you can become an encourager, which is uh, somebody who's simply reading stories and leaving comments that are lifting up other women who sometimes are, quite frankly, almost throwing up before they publish their story because they're so nervous Mm. to share things so personal and you can um, leave comments and you actually can earn a badge and encourage your badge which is a essential role in our community to make sure that every voice feels heard can you imagine a world where every voice is heard everyone gets a response Uh, to their story that's what I want that's what I that's what we all want every everyone has value everyone has Uh, you know, we all, you know, I always say this, we all tie our shoes the same way. I mean, there's, Mm -hmm. there's no difference when it comes to women. And when we, when we use our voices, it's women want to help their families, they want to help their communities, and then the greater world as well. So it's, it's all, it's a win-win, no doubt about it, but it's uh, a win-win. And, and it actually does create tangible impact on the ground. And we are able to try, you might think, oh, if I leave this little comment, it's such a little thing, it's not going to make a difference. I'm here to say, no, it can move mountains and really lift up women who go on and launch major initiatives and campaigns, and we can track that. The other way that people can be involved is becoming a mentor. Do you have an area of expertise or a specialty? And those en- encouragers who have spent time on the platform are eligible to become um, into our mentorship program. And then the last area, we've launched a new program called Change Funders. So people, everybody has something different to give to a movement. Some people have time, some people have energy, some people have um, skills, some people have resources. And for those people who have a little extra resources, you can um, sign up for $10 a month or 
$20 a month and your funds go into our change fund and we directly give those to our community members for honorariums, for technology stipends, for their movement building work. So little small amounts of money can have big impact on World Pulse. Small comments can have big impact through World Pulse and we encourage you to to come check it out and you know get to know the community. Hmm. Can you still see me? Can you yes. still Good, good. Well, I can't see you, but it doesn't matter. If, if you can see me, that's all that's important. But uh, yes, Yancina, I, I want to thank you so much for what you're doing in the world. And and as I said, Women Connect for Good is thrilled to be a partner. And so tell them where they can go to see everything and to once again, get to know you, get to know World Pulse, become a mentor, be a change maker, anything they can do to, to help World Pulse once again. Yep, that's right. Just go visit www.worldpulse.com. You can log on, rise up with us, join the digital revolution and become an encourager, become a mentor, become a change funder, uh, tell your story. And there's always, there's a place for you. There's always something that we can do. You know, women, we're smart. We can do anything. Well, thank you so much for your time, your energy and This is not the last time we'll be speaking. It's just one of many times. So Women Connect for Good. We want to be a good partner with Will Pulse. And let's get our voices and our stories out there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Yay. Great to join forces with you, Dr. Nancy. Have a great day, everyone. You got it. Many blessings. See you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. If you enjoy these smart, amazing conversations, please subscribe, rate, and review them on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And read and enjoy more amazing stories in my books, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life, and Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. Thank you for listening.